Man, it's a nice day out today, Chad. This is, this is, in my opinion, perfect porch podcast weather. It is yeah, it is. Although I wish uh, our bird friends were chilling uh, and uh, talking to us as well. Jim. Yeah, it's nice to okay have that in the uh, you know the ambiance sure. of the pod. But yeah, did, did we get those pictures squared away? Yeah, dude, the video's going. What are you talking about? All right, we're on to the next boom. stage of this thing. On to we're the next the, one, Jared. Uh, you know, I I keep forgetting I need to do this. The people beg for it. I need to mm. get those Instagram shots. You know. Oh, that's true. Now, theoretically, so, theoretically, theoretically, what? You, you take an Instagram shot of me. I hate to do this, but Ooh, all right. every time I take a picture of you, and people are oh. messaging me saying we're really sick of uh, seeing me. I don't, I don't blame them. You know, so we're gonna do both. And we can test and see whose camera's better. And I'm gonna know? have an assignment for. Well, I didn't really try that hard. Now that I realize we're having Uh-oh. a competition about now we're, it, we're definitely having a competition. Do we? Do we? Oh, watch out! That oh yeah, get the background in there in the silhouette. <laughs> the the what? The silhouette. Ooh, there we go. All right. Come on, give me you gotta give me something to work with there, Jared. You gotta uh, tell, the tell the people what they want. Tell the tell the people what they want. Oh no, come on. It's, it's more Listen. than one. You know, it's just a competition. <laughs> a good photographer takes thousands of photos, Jared. <laughs> okay. I only took like three hundred right there. Just a quick burst. <laughs> <laughs> you know, but I'm trying to get those pics pics on point. Oh, you know that'd be saying? hilarious. Like I, I, I do have to say though, I didn't comment uh, on our first episode, but I do like the shirt. I guess a jazzy you know, shirt you got. I actually meant to bring that up. I thought about that. I, I looked in the mirror. I was like, "Oh, wait a second. Can it's, you can so- you tell can you tell the people what you're wearing and the significance? Uh, I don't mean I don't mean where you got the shirt, but what what is explain what's on your shirt. Well, I got the shirt from Chad. He gave it to me. It says Woodstock on Woodstock on there we it. Go. It has a, a small little bird standing at the end of a guitar neck. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and what I, was Woodstock chart? Woodstock was uh, the famous music festival that took place in, was it 69 was the yep. original famous one, mm-hmm. and then happening again in 94. And, then and that one was in, crazy. What, 99 again, too, after I that? Think, I think so, yeah. I'm not sure. They're all crazy, weren't they? Yeah, crazy they for different have reasons. kind of Yeah. Well, the first, the first Woodstock is pretty crazy because... One, they had no idea how many people were really coming. Right. Wasn't and, well planned. Right. And and eventually it just got to the point there were so many people, they were just like, we're just not like, you don't need tickets or, or something like that. I don't think it was that you don't need tickets. I just don't think they had a they way to They couldn't really enforce it. it. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah. And yeah, it was just crazy. Three days of uh, peace, love, and happiness is what, what they call it. Um, but yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Do you have a problem with that? I don't. Sounds like a okay. great time. Is that what the story you were talking about? Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Would you go to cool. a uh, for, uh, well, 420? Would you go to a um, Woodstock if um, if it were to happen now? Maybe if it was safe to go mm. right now. Right now, probably well, not. Yeah, probably but, not. Uh, That's a surefire way to get uh, COVID. Right, but at some point, sure. If, if concerts are safe again, that would be crazy. See some of the biggest names. Yeah, but maybe not actually, because the biggest the biggest names mm. in music today. Maybe aren't necessarily artists I right. would want to see. Well, I mean, the original, the original, um, was the original Woodstock just the quote unquote biggest names? Oh, yeah. It was? Okay. For sure. I mean, you have, you have Santana, you have The Who, you have Jimi Hendrix. I don't know if they were it. all at, like at their peak or something, you know? Like they're the biggest some, names some of them now were, when you hear right. them. Right. Well, some of them back then weren't at the peak, 
But I think that's what makes it even cooler. Like right. Santana wasn't really that. Well, you big can't. Back yeah, because I was to say that's what. Because that's what. Like, yeah, obviously these names we hear now are quote unquote legends in the game. Right. But it's like, were, were, were they still like? Were they like at the peak of their career? When I think when, some um, were more up and comers. Like Santana right. for sure was. I mean, the Who. I don't think so. Then you had like a, a band named Ten Years After. They're great. Check them out. They're um, still going. Um, I don't think so. But but their their music from that time period was awesome. Um. Yeah, I mean, Woodstock was just a crazy, crazy concert, for sure. So I was mentioning how this weather is perfect. What mm-hmm. do you think um, What do you think the temperature is right now? I'm going somewhere with this, please. I'm, oh, uh, you're going, hmm. Well, I was going to say in the 70s, but. Mm. What do you think is, like, the, um, the absolute lowest temperature for wearing a T-shirt? Oh, good, um, wearing a T-shirt. Probably oh absolute lowest. Mm-hmm. Only a t-shirt. Probably. All right, forget that. What's the hottest? The 60s? What's the hottest place you've? What's? <laughs> that's pretty good. What's the uh, hottest place you've ever been? Uh, oh, Arizona probably. What do you think it got up to? In the hundreds. 100 yeah. And hundred five. Hundred five. Somewhere around there. Yeah. I think one of the the hottest the hottest places in uh, Arizona or in the United States is in Arizona. Okay. I think at one point it got to like one twenty two. Wow. In Baghdad the other day, mm-hmm. they got to one twenty five. Wow, that's crazy. And there were pe- and it was apparently well uh, apparently it's the hottest day, um, that we've ever had. I think so. I think wow. so. Yeah. And they and uh, fortunately, by the way, there were a lot of blackouts and stuff. That's kind of a bummer. I should have actually saved that for the shoutouts. Mm. But I was just blown away by the 125. That's pretty crazy. The hottest. I think the hottest I've been in is maybe either Louisiana. Uh, well, that's no, I, kind of a muggy hot too, right? That's yeah, that, yeah. That's probably so that's different that's than like Baghdad, heat. where it was 125. Where right. I imagine it's super dry. dry. Yeah. I have been in. I have been in dry heat, but I don't know if I've been in intense, intense. Like I've been mm. to Pueblo, Colorado. I spent a summer there. I had an internship You're there. Working there, yep. And it's kind of deserty, and it probably got into like the low, low hundreds. You know, it, it was danced around the hundreds on a pretty normal basis. I actually, that was the first time I saw tumbleweed. I didn't oh, even wow. know that was real. Did, did you feel like you were in a movie? <laughs> I was like, I literally like I saw going by, and, you know, as in the morning going to work, and I looked around, and I was like, is is like, That's am, am I about weed. to get shot at? Is this the end of the world or something? Have I wandered out into the the wilderness or something, and I didn't even realize it? And it was in like a parking lot. I mean, it was like a you know, it was like a big plant, so it was pretty. But it was crazy, and so I couldn't imagine 125 though. Like like that, that is hot. Like and, oh, and so they yeah. Like the what's rolling. what's your ideal though? T-shirt temp weather. Like what's the lowest and what's the highest you go from t-shirt to tank, or mm. t-shirt to hoodie or or sweatshirt. I would say what what we're dealing with right now is pretty ideal. Now you're right. It probably is. I'm guessing high seventies, but mostly because the sun is here. The mm. sun makes a big difference. Sure. Um, I think this this is a good a good spot. I think maybe like in the eighties is is ideal for me. In the eighties, honestly, this is kind of ideal. Or I do there. I have noticed. You know, I used to think that the dry heat and wet heat was kind of stupid. Because, um, but really, the only it thing, makes a difference. Really, the only thing I'd experienced uh, thoroughly is Michigan and Louisiana. Mm-hmm. And and Michigan is kind of humid. Uh, Louisiana is aggressively humid. I'd never really experienced a dry place until um, until Pueblo, and that's definitely better. It's definitely mm-hmm. better. Um, so yeah, it's I, very different. If we're talking dry, dry heat. heat, maybe I'd go up into the nineties. If we're talking like Louisiana, wow, for a t-shirt. 
What what would you would you go no shirt sure at that a, point? I'd wear a tank. Where are you going? Uh, out. I don't know. Going <laughs> okay. to the grocery store. I don't know. Yeah, maybe I'm just maybe that seems like. Where are you going, Jared? You going to a formal business meeting or a, yeah, in a t-shirt because it's hot outside. Or a ballroom ballroom dance. And we're gonna wear one of those Dwight Schrute t-shirt the button up uh, nice. dress shirts. I'm gonna wear yeah the tuxedo t-shirt. <laughs> yeah. So you know I you're here for business. You know who I, I like got. to have fun. I I actually got one of those because my tuxedo company that I rented my prom tuxedo had. That's how they gave the gate like they gave them away for free. That's funny. It's the least they could good, do. Good business plan. Yeah, that's not that's not cheap. We, we should do a prom episode sometime. Ugh. Okay. No. Okay. I mean, we're we not. can. We're not. Okay. I mean, that's a very cultural thing. Do they do that in other countries? Um, they do sort of dances. I mean, in other we places. talked we talked about that in the Czech Republic. The Maturitni but, Place, uh, which well, is they the do, Czech prom. Oh, right, 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 right. It's a graduation But I feel like party. in Germany, they don't really do that. Yeah, they do. They do proms? They, they have an Abi ball. Maybe just no one told me about it on purpose. Yeah, they have an Abi tour ball. Yeah, they were trying to keep you out of the loop, uh, Jared. Oh, I guess they do. I'm yeah. letting you in. I'm letting but, you in. Are, 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 but those seem, I guess in my head, I picture those to be so it's much more It's not the formal. same. Yeah, it's not the same as prom. <laughs> it's, it's a way classier version of prom. <laughs> yeah. Say. It's like they do one of those dances honest. where they do the waltz four times in right. front of their parents. They get to drink three glasses of champagne. Right. And, and then, then they go home. Yeah, yep. exactly. Exactly. <laughs> they or would. do they? Or that maybe they have a party. But so then that's knows? when they go out and party after. Right. That's probably right. how it would go, actually. Um, so we've been actually talking about traveling a bit. You were on the Millennial State of Mind podcast talking about uh, I was. Travel. That was a good time. And um, I read somewhere, somewhere being on Twitter, Twitter news, that uh, airplanes are actually not a very dangerous place to, uh, to get COVID. Right. And actually, since after that... Off mic conversation we had that mm. actually makes me feel a little better. Can I can I explain why um, airplanes are actually? Oh, you know why? Less, I mean, I have some guesses. Sure. Okay. Okay. One, I think they are really going above and beyond with sanitizing most of the reputable. Mm. I don't think places. that's what people are. Cons- I wonder if that's what people are concerned about. I, well, I feel like people I, are concerned I think that's about a the concern. I think, recycle I th- there, but I don't think that's an issue because the filters that they have right. have certain standards where I don't think it's recycled in the same way. I think I'm pretty sure it's filtered. I'm not saying that you couldn't get. So theoretically, the plane has an N95 filter. Yes, and if if you wear a mask and the other passengers do, it's also much safer. Right, right. So if none of your particles are getting out, right. Uh, there's then, a low, ch- yeah, there's, mm-hmm. a, yeah, that makes sense. That actually yeah. makes a lot of sense. It does. And I, I, I guess, yeah, people, that, that whole, that whole recycled air kind of gets a weird, uh, bad like, rep, like a weird reputation because mm-hmm. yeah. people always talk about how people's fluids and which is, I guess is kind of true, but I guess I didn't think that these systems probably have some sort of filtering on them. Like, like for example, Every every car, I don't know about your car, it comes from mm-hmm. what, 1932? Every, <laughs> every modern there. car has like a cabin air filter for like mm-hmm. the AC system. And it's like a pretty simple system, that, but it's like a pretty thin, like pretty, you know, high quality filter that just filters out. Uh, yeah, so that makes sense. The, let's see what they say, by the way. But I like yours. Honestly, mm-hmm. I kind of want to end it there. But I, now that I brought it up, I want to see if we're actually yeah, right. Yeah, let's, let's see. I'm curious <laughs> we, too. We might as well validate it. Sure. Apparently, I do bring the facts. Did we ever? Oh no, we didn't start this podcast officially. I was like, I feel like I didn't say to follow us on, on Instagram and on Translatable Podcast. Should we Twitter. get this bad boy started? I guess. Okay. Or you don't should we talk just about let's it? just continue? Oh, let's just continue. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Uh, if you decide to fly, uh, the odds you will pick up COVID nineteen are low, according to one expert analysis. Despite the known dangers of, uh, hold on one second. You do make a good point, though. I could at least have them going underneath while I'm doing it. 
if you decide to fly, the odds you will pick up COVID-19 are low, according to expert analysis. Despite the known dangers of crowded enclosed spaces, planes have not been the site of so-called super, super spreading events, at least so far. That's not to say flying for is perfectly safe. Safety is relative and subjective, but as restrictions continue to change, the only way to move forward through this long pandemic is to... Okay, let's see. Uh, Arnold uh, Barnett, a professor of management, uh, of management science at the Massachusetts Institute, of Techno- Massachusetts Institute of Technology, has been trying to quantify the odds of catching COVID-19 from flying. He's factored in a bunch of var- variables, including the odds of being seated near someone uh, in the infectious stage of the disease, and the odds of that protection of masks now required on most flights will fail. He's accounted for the way air is constantly renewed in airplane cabins, which experts say makes it very unlikely you'll uh, contract contract the disease from people who aren't in your immediate vicinity, your row, or uh, to a lesser extent, the person across the aisle. The people ahead of you uh, or the people behind you. That's a good point, though, that I mm-hmm. didn't think about. Where it's like, it's not just a fact that it is recycled there. Where it's like, this system is constantly moving. There's no right. end to the system. Where in any sort of, you know, building, you know, who knows what the ventilation system is. There's no, you don't, you know, some places don't even have AC. Right. And, and some, and, and I, I actually have seen something. I'm not, you know, this is once again, Twitter news, meme news at this point. Talking about how like it depends on the style of AC that people have, like the mm-hmm. way that it ventilates. Some ventilate where it puts it right in your mouth. Some ventilate <laughs> where it uh, swirls it up and swishes it out. What Bennett? What could you could you guess what you think the chances are of getting COVID nineteen on a full two hour flight? That it, uh, on a full two hour flight, the chances of getting COVID nineteen. Hmm. Chad, is it like out of a hundred? Like, what do you? Like like a percentage? It's it's a percentage, but you do it as a fraction. It's a sort of a, it. A fraction. All right. I'll give you a clue. It's it, it's 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 difficult to quantify with a percentage, so they used a fraction. Oh jeez, I don't know. Uh, one sixteenth. That's pretty easy to do with the uh, okay, percentage. Okay, I have no idea what. That's pr- a pretty simple percentage. It's. <laughs> you think the chance of getting I COVID no is idea. one in every sixteen people? Probably not. <laughs> that's what, the low. Ch- that's the. It's pretty okay, safe. Okay, wait, wait, wait. One in every me, sixteen me, people on a full two-hour flight are gonna get it. Full two. Hold up. Hold up. Full two-hour. <laughs> go hour ahead, flight. everyone. <laughs> Probably. Not that they're saying go ahead. So let's just for easy math. Let's just say there's two hundred people on that flight. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, two hundred people on the flight. How many infected people are on there? Just one. Uh, way less than that. the The chances of getting it is way less than. Okay. Uh, what than is that? It? It's uh, one in every four thousand three hundred. Woo! Okay, not even I was nowhere on that ballpark. Sixteen is hilarious. <laughs> that would be a serious risk. <laughs> no kidding. No kidding. Uh, that is about one in four thousand three hundred passengers will pick up the virus on average. The odds of getting the virus are about half that. One thousand seven hundred seventy. If airline if airlines leave the middle seat empty, he posted his results. Uh, as a not yet per peer review uh, mm. reviewed pr- preprint. Listen, I'm not saying that this is fact. I still right. does. Uh, first of all, does this make you want to uh, any more confident about flying? Um, yeah, a little bit. I still though. I still think <laughs> right now. I just I'm not going to travel right now. Not me. I will be finally getting my passport back soon though. I got a notification. I sent it in in April. 
Yeah. We are now in August. Is it just because they're like, who cares? You're not going anywhere? I, I have no idea. I don't know. Well, that first seems of all, like a very work from homeable you job. You couldn't. You couldn't expedite it. You. They. They've stopped doing that right mm. now. Um, I mean, I think they have learned yeah. to well, curtail yeah, the expi- people from traveling. Yeah. The, yeah. I get and it. That's yeah. Do you think that's kind of a uh, kind of like slick? You know, like kind of gross. I'm, a little. I mean, what? What? Because when I hear do? it now, it's like, is like, is this so we don't travel? Where it's like technically. You can do it. There's nothing stopping you from doing it, really. I think it's. I think they say that some of the official documents and stuff they have at like an office, and somehow they can't do it all from home. But either yeah. way, that sounds like um, a, com- a convenient right. excuse, right? They're flipping but, through a file cabinet, right? Yeah. Yep. Yep. But yeah, <laughs> so we are talking about what we wish we knew before college. Yeah, today. dude. Yeah. What we wish we knew. I think. I would love. Okay, Jared. Here, before we do that, let me let me ask you a question. Uh, I saw this on a video, and this is kind of what um, made me think about uh, a couple points for today's episode. Which is, if you could get five million dollars um, and be forty, okay, you don't know what happens from now until forty, but you have five million dollars and you're forty, or all the knowledge you have right now. As a uh, twenty, you're twenty eight, or are you twenty seven? Twenty seven. You, you're younger than me. Yeah. Okay. So as a twenty seven year old, all the knowledge you have right now, but you go back to eighteen, would you pick the five million at forty, or go back to eighteen with all the knowledge you have as a twenty seven year old? Mm, I'd a hundred percent take the five million at forty. Five million at forty. Because that, the five million at forty doesn't have any impact on my job or anything like that. I just get five million at forty. Right. So I can keep working. It's just that's like a little personal I mean, bonus, sure. That I took sure. with the, that I got from the devil. I imagine <laughs> probably. I don't see where else you would get it from. I don't know. I might pick going back in time what mm. I know now to when I was eighteen. Why is that? What do you feel like you you because, messed up or because something? Because you can always, in theory, right? Money is not really a, a finite thing, right? Yeah. You can always so you earn to, more money, but you can't... the system almost. Right, but you can't earn more time and youth. Right. Imagine, you know, if you were 18 and you could speak German the way you can. So or, do, you, do you realize that you were alive at, at, at 28 and, you, and they popped you back to 18? Do you realize that you I'm lived that? Sure. Or, or how does that? I need to know how that knowledge works. Because if I knew... If I, I feel like you if just, I knew... You just wake up and you somehow just know everything. I feel like I, if I knew, I'd almost... F it up even. I mean, not that I effed anything up, but I feel like <laughs> if I knew everything, I, I probably feel like I would have done a lot worse. You know, not worse, but I wouldn't have improved. Like if I if I if I still had awareness of, of the fact that like all right, I, I was twenty eight that I lived that life and then I popped back down to eighteen. Like if I, if I had that awareness, hmm. I'm like I don't know. I feel like I'm not learning good. Yeah, things. I don't know I if that's like better or worse. Let's just let's just pretend for for mm. our our fun little game right now that. Um, you go back, but you're not aware. You just go, you wake up one day, you wake up and you're back in your house when you were 18, your normal day to day from when you were 18, but you wake up knowing everything you know now. So knowing more about relationships, about work, how to write a CV, how to write a paper, all the stuff you learned in college, you can take that back with you to the age of 18. I don't think it would have made a huge difference career-wise. Okay. Now, maybe it would have made a gigantic difference relationship-wise. That I can't even really sort of understand. Right. Oh, me too. Where that could go. Mm -hmm. But I couldn't really imagine it making a huge difference career-wise, mainly because 
so much of of any sort of like normal career path mm-hmm. or is just starting you know is, is is a lot of it's based off of experience so like you know you kind of have a starting point in a lot of places and it's hard to sort of uh, skip over that, you know. What, even, even if I have Very sort of the, the knowledge I have today of how to navigate the business world, mm-hmm. I don't know. Maybe I could move. I don't know. I don't. I don't know. I feel like so much. Some a lot of it is time. Like yeah, obviously it's like who you know and all that stuff. But I think a right. lot of it is still time and and just mm-hmm. putting in years and and having experience. So like, you know, like I couldn't just somehow skip over some. You know, maybe I would have picked. Uh, internships a little differently mm-hmm. and maybe that could have had a whole different you know butterfly effect style of uh, better butterfly effect style uh, change on my career path you know mm-hmm. sure but, you know but now I feel like that's that that's something that I can't even quantify you know I, I right. can't even now you know we need we need to start doing some some uh, you know I don't know this seems like I don't know I, I just, I just I, I don't know. That that seems like a fantasy world that could go on forever, you know? That is true. That's essentially what I'm saying. Right. Yeah, but we are talking today about what we wish we knew yeah. before college. Mm-hmm. I'm just curious, Jared, uh, and we'll talk more about this later this episode, but did you know, just a little teaser for what we'll talk about later, did you know your major um, before you got into college? Like, did you know this is what I'm going to study? Uh, I mean, it was generic, but yeah, I figured it would be like business, you know? Okay. But that's so generic, you know? Right. Yeah. What does that even mean? That's almost like a, yeah. Well, then I did focus on finance, but the only reason I did that is because I felt like I had to focus on something like, like some quote unquote hard science almost, you Mm -hmm. know? And I'm like, I don't know. You can make some bank in the finance industry. And, and honestly focusing on maybe something like, something like, uh, I don't know, communications, like business communications or like marketing or something like that. I feel like there's a lot less like science to it. And so mm-hmm. it's harder to get those sort of uh, early jobs with, with, with something where, where you can't like, I don't know, put down a pen to paper of things that you've done, like, you know, where you can literally sh- show something that you've done. I don't know. Right. I've not, I've not, I didn't try to, this is just my own personal experience. Obviously I, that's just, but yeah, no, it, but it was just a generic uh, business. Cause I figured I wanted to work at some company, you know, doing something related to, I, I something related to cars. That's really right. where my, and look at you now. How about that? I mean, I, it's pretty easy. I live in Michigan. So that's to be true. fair, it's not hard to, to do. But, a lot um, of people do work in the car industry here. That is yeah. true. I told you I've ran into multiple uh, people from our fraternity just walking around right. various buildings. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, uh, and I was like, what? How is this possible? <laughs> Just walking out of an elevator. Um, so yeah, it, yeah, it's not uncommon here for for people to have some sort of contact, even if they don't right. work at one of the big companies, but they have, you know, they work at a supply auto supplier mm-hmm. or some sort of third party company that you know works for them or whatever. It's very common. Um, but it's but but that's so generic, you know. You know, obviously you can do anything. These are gigantic industries, mm-hmm. and so. One, it's one thing to to know that, but but th- that's not a co- that's not a degree. I like right. cars. I want to just read articles but about you, cars, but watch you YouTube still, videos. But of you them still going had fast. A, a trajectory, right? <laughs> yeah. You know, I I kind of did as well. Um, I for me though, I just knew I, I had an overall interest that I right. knew that I wanted to uh, exploit. Sure, that's really where 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 the 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 length of my sort of college focus, right. For for me, it was I loved German in or high professional school. Professional focus, I should say, not right. college focus. Yeah, 
for for me, I loved German in high school. Um, it was always a lot of fun. And, uh, and I thought maybe I'd become a German teacher. And at first I thought maybe I'd go into German and business. I took an econ class freshman year and I hated it, dude. Yeah, I can it understand was, that. It was terrible. It just was not for me. Um, and then, of course, my, my mom told me, my, you know, my dad didn't really care one way or another, but my mom told me, do not study music. You know? <laughs> but they, but they, they made the mistake, or maybe I made the mistake. I don't really, I don't regret anything, so I don't think it's actually a mistake. But they offered to pay for guitar lessons the first semester. Who did? Uh, my parents. Oh, oh, oh. Um, and then second semester, I wanted to continue. And, you know, you could get free music lessons if you were a music major. Um, but I also just really enjoyed it. And I was like, you know what? I would love to uh, work in the music industry or teach. Um, what does work in the music industry mean? Like, now, that that's kind of like can be a whole lot that's of kind of the things. exact same thing mm-hmm. as me like you could do that Business, and, and right like as me being like well i know i want to do stuff with cars right or it's like you could either be on the stage or you could be in an office uh, crunching mm-hmm. numbers and be in the music industry right you could also work for a guitar company at least that was one thing i thought about doing Working what f- um like, like a building like building testing, testing you know other you know so they so they hire like almost like I know with car, with a lot of cars especially sports cars mm-hmm. they'll hire or or maybe they have in house like profe- but professional drivers right. or something mm-hmm. and they're like all right you know you know whip these around and let us know how you think about the dynamics and all that right. stuff but even even other jobs too I mean a communications type of job at like I I would love to work at like Fender yeah um, I kind of like the idea of something like that like. Um, like uh, people that go on like uh, like launches of new products, right? And they um and they're like explaining to people, but I don't I don't know. Sometimes I wonder. It it seems glamorous, but I'm like, do I really want to go right and stand in front of a bunch of strangers and <laughs> right make a lot of small talk and then maybe see people uh you know sort of make fun of me on on the local in the local like because I mean sometimes I see like I see that especially in like the auto industry where it's like you see people that I don't know I'm not gonna say get made fun of but like people they get talk trolled. about them oh yeah and it's like oh this is just a normal person that sits at a at a desk mm-hmm. <laughs> right but but uh, but they you know said some something weird or are off at like a some sort of public thing and it's like they're not public speakers like yeah that's part of their job but you know this is an engineer or this is some right. sort of you know this is not what they signed up for yeah so uh so sometimes i feel like i glamorize it because it looks like you know it looks like fun so but yeah anyway but yeah we'll we'll talk more about this oh i will say also Uh i did not even know that german was not really a consideration for me as a major so i knew i wanted to take german like like i'm like well i might as well keep it up if i can and it wasn't until like the second german class where uh perry was like you should probably just major in this Right. It's like you like clearly you're good at it and you like it and you're um and you already got some classes under your belt. Uh, and he's like it doesn't take that much more to or maybe minor, excuse and, me, minor. And, and I meant you, to say minor. And you like, got to go to Vienna for a semester. Yeah. And actually it replaced I wish you would have done a year. I, I know. I wish you would have done a year. I know, I know. I know. Well there there that's something else right there. See? That was actually on my list. You're oh, ruining cool. it. So, let's all right, let's spread a little love. It. Let's let's do it before I ruin more of Jerry's I wanna, uh, notes. Yeah, give a shout out. I do want to spread a little love to the people of Baghdad. Stay cool out there in those streets. That's true. You That's know, right. I, I'm not going to make it seem like I know what it's like to experience 125 degree heat in Baghdad, but I have been in some hot temperatures. I have family in Dallas, Texas. Mm. Most of my family's from Baton Rouge. I've experienced some extreme heat, and I know um, how important one uh, AC is for us, uh, hot for for the you know hot Americans here. 
and 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 I also know how delicate it is when you uh, you know when when the temperatures do get that hot. You know the systems are are exposed at, for their weaknesses, and it's when you need it the most. It's a scary time. You know, stay yeah. cool out there. That's right. Stay that cool. That's right. Most definitely. My uh, first stay shout hydrated out, too. That's key. Always, always stay hydrated, especially My, when it's 125 degrees outside. Yeah. Okay, sorry. Yeah. Go ahead. Uh, my first <laughs> shout out goes out to uh, Mexico and the UK. Hmm. They have uh, banned um, advertisements for junk food and unhealthy food um, on different media outlets, which I think it's an interesting strategy. We'll see what happens. Mm. I like where their head's at. We'll see. We'll see what happens. Um, but you know, uh, I know at least the UK. I'm not so sure about Mexico, but I know the UK. They do have an issue with a lot of kids being overweight. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, we have that problem here in the states too. And uh, I think any any way we can try to um, promote healthier eating and a healthier lifestyle, especially for kids, that's always good. And I mean, if you look at a lot of these unhealthy foods, the ads are targeting children. You know? Sure, of course. I mean. And it's delicious, but still. How much different is it than, like, cigarette ads from back in the day? That's true. Where, like, they were kind of targeted at, like, you know, young teens. You know, you got to get them early. Right. And it's the, sa- and, and it's the same thing with... Get them hooked. And it's the same thing with, with fast food, where it's like, it, it, it becomes a normal part of people's expectations, you know, meal expectations. And it's easy to get them hooked early, especially with the toy, you know. It's, it's yep. sort of like a... The toy in itself is sort of a, 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 a trick, yeah. You know? Oh yeah. It's they, like it's like they make them collectible too. Where it's like the food is the food is one thing, mm-hmm. but it's like we got another way to get these kids wanting to come back here early, yeah. and then once they stop caring about the toy, we'll still have this sort of connection with with you know prizes right. and stuff with coming. Yeah. I don't know. It's sort of this weird psychological off game. And yeah. So I it's feel all like marketing in yeah. the same way that you no longer see ads for cigarette companies on. Um, on, on on TV or on on any sort of anything really, right? Uh, I I don't think it would be that weird to see maybe one day the uh, the uh, what do you call it when it's like uh, the supervision? But what is it when they when they like when they have like Sensor? rules rules? They're like you. I see it. It wouldn't be weird. I feel like to see rules on um on fast food like, advertisement. Uh-huh. Okay. Like as far as advertising to kids and stuff. Right. Yeah, it makes sense. But yeah, so I think that's great. Um, yes. We'll see. We'll see what happens. Um, I mean, yeah, there's just so many unhealthy habits that that we have nowadays. I um, have no plan of being a parent, mm-hmm. but I I do feel like I, I'd be a parent that would be like hypersensitive about never about never really exposing my kids to treats, and I mean right. never. And uh, maybe <laughs> I would get better at, at like, and it would have to ca- be a big change in me because I have a problem mm-hmm. myself with sweets and stuff. Right. But like, um, oh, I, love I feel like I feel like I would be doing them a disservice by introducing them to soda, like fast food, any of that stuff at like a super young age. You mm-hmm. know. Yeah, it's dangerous. But then, is that sort of torturous to not give them any quote unquote treats? I mean, well, I just but maybe you never have up, kids, Jared. No, I'm maybe just if they grow up not like expecting it, you know. It's not like an expectation of a thing. Right. I mean, my nephews didn't eat McDonald's for the first time in, until they were like ten or eleven. Yeah. Did they um, like it? Did I think they, I they think so, it. but it's but it's not that big of a deal. I, yeah, I it's think. Not, it needs to be ingrained earlier than right. that. Yeah. Right. All right. Um, so I like yeah. that. I yep. I really do like that actually. It I don't have a, a problem with it. It is a good one. Now well, here in America, mm-hmm. you know, I can imagine people being real up in arms about any sort of censorship. That's true. Freedom. You're infringing yeah. on our rights, Jared. Yep. My freedom. Speaking of freedom, Jared, let's talk about some untranslatables. That's a good connection. Which are, it's a great one. Gives you the, the ability to be free in your speech and your thoughts. Yeah. Um, you know, you can sneak it free- in. 
it frees you from your preconceived notions of True. what language means. I think it really does. I mean, yeah. because it's like well, there's these phrases where sometimes it's like, oh, yeah, that makes sense, which really only means, oh, we have something similar to that in our English language, or we can take their words. and But really, there are a lot of times where it's like, I don't even know where they would get that from. And it's like, well, it doesn't matter. Like, words have a, can mean completely different things Most in completely definitely. different languages. So let me give you some, some of those words, Jared. And my first one is Peruvian Spanish. Actually, all three of mine are Peruvian Spanish today. And actually today, Jared, I thought it would be interesting to give you some words. Uh, okay. Instead of a phrase, some yep. words, and see if you can guess the meaning. Please. So my first one is pavo. Do you know what pavo means in Spanish? It means turkey. A turkey. Is that like someone that like is embarrassing themselves somehow? They're making a fool of themselves? Y- you know, uh, you could say that about a turkey. You could. That is one aspect of what a turkey is a kind nuisance, of like. A nuisance, maybe? Um, mm, kind of, but aggressive, not necessarily. Seek, weirdly aggressive. <laughs> let, let me, let me uh, try to give you an example. I can't think of a specific person, but uh, a turkey is someone who, you know, they're usually uh, tend to do really well in school. They have awesome grades, but they're lacking in other departments. Oh, so they're like sort of... I mean, that's kind of the, yeah. So they're, they're kind very of like academically gifted, but there's some other areas where they're not so gifted. They got sort of like a one track mind, essentially, where they're like, they're very. Mm, I wouldn't say that. Uh, I, don't, I don't really understand what you're getting at. It's someone who's really smart, but socially awkward. Oh, okay. It's a turkey. Okay. Yeah, someone who's really smart, but socially awkward. Huh. Interesting. Our tur- I wonder if that's true about turkeys. Because, I mean, obviously, turkeys are not great with humans as far as right. interactions go. They don't, they're not re- they don't really have a good. Right. Like, um, yeah, I don't know why. Yeah, if they're they, smart don't they tend to attack humans? Turkeys do that? Aren't there a lot of videos so. of like people running away from turkeys on the internet? I feel like it's more like geese and and swans. I mean, maybe if you if you if you go down that lane, it's easy to right. believe that that's happening in every local neighborhood. That's true. Um. Anyways, what do you have for us today? Joe? Mine is Turkish, and it is on on yaz yazizi yazizi on yazizi. It is written on your forehead. Oh, it's just when something's obvious. No. It's right in front of your face. No, see? No. I like that. Uh, but I, I, obviously that makes sense. Right. Where it's like, how could you miss it? Or is it something that you don't see, but is very obvious for other people? No. Something that's written on your forehead. Now, this thing has been written on your forehead for a long time. Oh, it's your destiny. It's there your you fate. Go. There okay. you go. It's written on your forehead. Yeah, that makes sense. It's meant sense. to be. Yeah, okay. My next one is also a Peruvian Spanish, and it, it is asado. Asado. I don't know what that word is. means baked, grilled, or roasted. Okay, I was about to say, it does sound like a, a uh, carne, carne asada. asada. <laughs> yeah. But I didn't want to be rude. Right. No, that's it means okay. baked, grilled, or roasted. Yeah, okay. Um, Brit. Baked, grilled, or roasted. Mm-hmm. Um, I would say grilled or roasted. Is, is it like better. is it like drunk or hungover or something? One of those no. two, some sort of state. It sounds like don't, don't make I mean, me grilled. Don't make me roasted. Oh, angry. Yep. Yeah. The problem is, oh, not the problem, but you know, my American mind, the, the use of like grilled or roasted or, or baked. Like these are all sort of like different meanings. Either, yeah. Yeah, I know mm. you're afraid to ever even mention the word marijuana, but those are terms <laughs> that people often use when they're right. high on baked. marijuana. Yeah. Um, 
Yeah, that's true. We do have children out there, you know? That's Maybe true. I shouldn't have done that. Um, I haven't... Oh, it's your turn. Sorry. It is. No, it's your turn. Is it, uh, oh, no, you just said asado. Yeah. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yes. And that means to get angry, to yes. get baked. Yeah. That, make, that makes perfect sense. Yeah. I mean, sort of getting hot and yeah, having a hot mad. head yeah. is a, um, you know, is a go-to for, for us Americans. Uh, I have another Turkish one, and it is... Um, and this one actually, uh, well, hold on. It is beer, kaven, kavenin, beer, kavenin, kirk, yil, hatiri, vadir. A cup of coffee has a 40 year memory. In- Speaking hmm. of which, enter. So, like, uh, value the little things? Mm, no. No. But um, so think about um, the first me, thing I thought about. Give me a clue, coffee man. The first thing I thought about when I heard this or when I saw what this untranslatable meant was Nazil's. Oh, it's oh, it's just a, a great meal. It's very nostalgic. You'll remember it forever. Mm, no. Mm, mm. You know, the fir- OK, well, the first thing I thought about was when Nazil offered us a coffee. Oh, to to befriend someone. Yeah, essentially, a to cup of someone. a cup of coffee, kind of kind of like meet like to like share a cup of coffee. It's kind of like saying to share a cup of coffee means like right. we have like a strong relationship, or like that means we have like a strong relationship. And it kind of reminded me of when we were in Azil's, and he gave us that Turkish coffee. That was for free. great. Yeah, and I and I, and, and we were a, homies. In a in a bit of a way, it kind of did feel like all right, we're we're in now, we're accepted, yep. like we're cool. That's true. Yeah. It's true, and and, and it was and it was uh, it, it, to me. It kind of felt like a like a sign of like, are right, you guys are we're, we're kind of buddies now, you know? Right. This is my my sign of uh, of uh, of like reaching out, and that's what and that's I was like, oh yeah, I guess that makes sense. I, that's I good. I feel like I've experienced that. Yeah, that's good. I got one more for you. And it's kind Please. of related. It is pata, and pata is Spanish for do you know? Uh, some sort of food related thing. Leg or paw? Okay. Pierne. Uh, pierna is leg for human, human legs. Hmm. But pata would be a paw or an animal leg. An animal leg. Is that to mean like, like you injured yourself and you have a limp? Some no, sort of you use this to address a person. A paw? Mm-hmm. You use it to address a person. Yeah. Your pointer finger is called a paw? You'd say, you'd say, you're, you're my paw, for example. Oh, was it like a term of endearment for like a friend? Yep. Yeah, very paw? good. A friend. Yeah, you're my friend. You're my wow. amigo. Paw. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that I, sounds kind of weird to yeah. me. Yeah. You could say like, es mi pata. Like, he's my pal. Or, hey, pata, que tal? Hey, pata, que tal? How's right. it going? Right. Well, That's very good. You know? I miss, I miss the Spanish learning. I, I kind of, mm. I kind of, you uh, could do it that. again. Dude, I, you know, that's actually <laughs> which, Duolingo and just have that owl constantly harass you, That's bro. something I kind of miss uh, that I wish I would have uh, taken a little bit more seriously was probably French. Mm. I had at least a base for that many years ago. Right. Now I have nothing. And you didn't take like. French in college, did you? Not at all. No. Okay. Not once. I, I dated a French TA our, our first year there, and she tried to convince me to take French. And I was like, nope, I'm taking German. Oh, well, yeah, but that's foolish because you're thinking about your future. Right. I mean, and, you, and she just wants you to do it because she wants... she she. I've, I don't know. I'm not putting words in her mouth, but I right. imagine she would think it would be nice to, you know, 
more fun to date someone that's learning French, which I understand. Sure. I mean, but she taught like, me yeah, some I French. I understand why that would be fun, but this is my future here. That's right. <laughs> but see, that's a <laughs> tricky future. That's a tricky thing about college, Jared, is I think we we throw young kids mm. into college and they don't know the purpose. They don't I sure as hell I mean, they tell you get an education. What what does that even mean? You know, it means something different depending on what you want to do. In my mind, become. it just felt like, and I'm not saying this is right or wrong, but it just felt like like I have to leave here with a job, you know? Yeah. Well, I mean, that's kind of the point. That's sort of it know? to me. Yeah. That's, or at least that's how it was sold to me, I feel like. As like, that. that's sort of like, that's it. You got like, and it's like, and I feel like the focus is not on what do you like doing or what it's like, you know, you need to, like, it's just like, most like now to 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 what's going to get you a secure job to have a secure money. yeah to have a yeah. secure long term job a lot of those jobs require a college education mm-hmm. so go go get one and that'll help you with your long term uh, career options and right. that's sort of how it's presented very very like uh, pragmatically by, by my parents right by, but I feel like you were at, by like society a, overall right. like old people like boomers in general right. especially those I feel boomers. like <laughs> but I, I feel like though Jared you and I had a different upbringing than a lot of people out there and and I think that how so uh, well we come we both come from a two-parent household that's true both of our parents have done pretty well for themselves career-wise financially all that good stuff um you know we have a porch to do a podcast yep yes we do um and a nice backyard and all sorts of other um stuff but anyways the point here is is that um, i think there's a lot of people who go to college just because they're told you need to go to college uh Mm -hmm. you and i were both told that we need to go to college but we were told why i think a lot of people don't understand the why and so they spend all this money, and I'm talking more to our American listeners right now. They spend all this money on college, and then they maybe have nothing to show for it. Or they have, you know what I mean? Or, or they still don't have any idea of what they want to actually do. Or, or they study something, and then they hate it, and they feel like they're forever stuck in that field and have no way out. Yeah. You know? Um, and, and, you know, I, I will tell you, I'm very lucky that... Uh, my my dad straight up told me, look, you, you're paying for um, your college. I mean, yeah, my parents helped me out a lot, you know, and I'm, I'm very grateful for it. But he said at the end of the day, you're going to be the one you're investing in. Gotcha. So so you have to make sure you're studying what you want to study. And so yeah. to a lot of people, a bachelor's in German and a bachelor's <clears throat> in music is, is quote unquote useless. Right, but <laughs> I, I so. but I feel like I've done pretty well for well, myself. Well, and that's why I just went quote unquote generic business. Right, German didn't even really cross my mind, which right. is something that I theoretically have an actual talent and interest in. You know, yeah, and yeah, I think you don't give yourself enough credit when it comes to your German abilities. All um, right, well, this, that's not the but, point. Of but the that's not this episode. But but <laughs> but anyways, Thank you, Chad, that's what I should have said. Anyways, my point is though is that even even when I started studying music and German. Mm-hmm. There was always still this end goal of, uh, for me, it was I, I wanted to teach. I didn't, I think I could have approached it in a different way. And this is one thing I wish I would have known. I wish, sometimes now in hindsight, I wonder if it would have been better for me to actually do the education track with German and music. Mm-hmm. But then I would be a high school teacher instead of a college teacher. And it is different. The good thing about a teacher, I would say, is if you know you want to be a quote unquote teacher, there is sort of like, there isn't really any sort of specific focus you have to have unless it's like the class that you think you're most interested in teaching maybe. Right. Or, you know, maybe you, you want to get a, but like it still or, leaves or you. Or the grade level. 
theoretically, in my mind, it still leaves you pretty open in college mm-hmm. because then, then after you have to decide do you want to get like a certificate and go straight to teaching at schools do you want to you know go on to try to teach at, at universities or whatever i don't know right i don't know what all the tracks that teachers could choose do you want to do what you did and travel the world right. see the world and save children <laughs> um <laughs> i don't know about that <laughs> chat tells but. me all the time i save those children that's right They'd be nothing without me that's right <laughs> uh children by the way they're they're like in their teens and 20s um but um, but yeah no so um, I, I, I I I at least it feels like to me as a teacher, you it, I mean you have to know that you want to be a teacher I guess but it does give you at least a few more years to be like all right, is it easy for is it easy, mm, that's not how I want to word it, what's the process for you, uh, in college for trying what was the process for you in college for determining. Uh, what level you wanted to focus in on teaching? Because somewhere, somewhere during college, I, I imagine you kind of had to at least in your mind think: Do I, you know, where, what, what route do I want to go here? Right. Even if you didn't know exactly where it would end you. Uh, I think that the I wanted to teach at a college. I mean, basically after our freshman year, okay, I like just, a professor. I just, yeah, I just thought being a professor would be um, okay. a fantastic job. I mean, you. You get to teach, in theory, if you're a professor, unless you're teaching a bunch of general education classes, you're teaching students who are passionate about what they're learning, right? Mm -hmm. I would like to think that the kids in our German classes, for the most part, were there because they wanted to be there. Not because they had to be, but because they wanted to be. Um, Whereas whereas you you teach high school or middle school, um, it's going to be different. Everything okay? Yeah, go ahead. Go ahead. Um, so, So if you teach at a high school or a middle school, it's just a different environment, you know? Um, so, and, and the pay that at colleges sense. and universities is pretty decent too. Um, at a lot of places. Yeah. So, I mean, you can have like a livable career off of that. Right. Right. Um, but you know, it's, it's interesting in hindsight because I, I, I wonder. your track, did that ever, that, that in your head, was that like the goal? Of course. Yeah. I mean, that's why I applied as a PhD. No. No? No. I don't think so. Interesting. Ask me in five or 10 years, maybe, and maybe it'll be but different. It does, but right it, now, no. it does sort of, I mean, I've heard, obviously, I know what it is just from hearing about it. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. especially for me that doesn't know a lot about, like, the education process or, like, the, you know, the process of becoming a college and professor. Academia like, and all that like stuff. Like you would. Right. The idea of tenure sounds like the holy grail, you know? I mean, it's it, like you're it, set for it, life. It, is it how technically you kind of picture, is. how people put it. Right. Yeah. You. I mean, in a way, you Unless are. you do something real egregious, they're not going to fire you. Right. You you, right. you have freedom with your curriculum, a lot more freedom with your curriculum. Right. But at the same time, there are so many hoops you have to jump through and so much other stuff. There's politics, a lot of politics sure. yeah uh, for me it's just about teaching and i know it sounds cheesy but for me it's I do teaching it for the kids man and making a difference yeah i mean that's really <laughs> what it is for me um titles, politics man it's about the kids and titles aren't as important you can razz on me all you want Jerry, <laughs> i'm but, just having fun but We're titles fun. uh <laughs> titles aren't too important but i think the key with what i wish i would have known um in college is this may sound counterintuitive jared but have more fun <laughs> and network more also, oh, if I could have gone back, I wouldn't have, I don't think I would have had an exclusive relationship in college for longer than a year. Yeah, but it's hard to do. We, yeah, easier I mean, said than done. That's, that's, easier said that's than a done. ridiculous thing to be like, oh, I should have cut it off at a year. Well, I mean, not, not unless you were in a bad relationship, but it'd right. be like, why, like to, to give yourself a timer is what I mean. It's sort of a foolish it, thing. It, to wasn't do, I feel the, like. it wasn't the timer thing. It was that you, college comes and goes so quickly. Let's put it this way: uh-huh. there were relationships that probably went on too long. Is probably yep. what you're saying. Yep. Uh, yeah, I probably Without yeah yeah I can probably yeah. agree with that. Yeah. yeah, I'm I'm with you on that. Um, 
So what was the the other one you said? There's a- having more fun. Oh yeah, because I th- oh I and think- networking. How do you? Right. I want to hear about this networking one specifically. Okay, sure. Well, how do you think you could have better networked in college? Um, your your professors, your your professors, and for me, you know, I worked in the music department. Mm. So those professors, I had a different relationship with, and a lot of them, I didn't even have their classes because one of them, I worked really closely with, but he was the band teacher. I, I was no, a guitar major, so I didn't have any classes with him. Really. I have no relationship with any of my college professors. But see, you 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 take those relationships that's not a that point you of pride, on. by the way. I'm just telling you right. the truth, right? <laughs> but see, and I'm trying to tell you how if if I if I were you coming into college, this is what I would tell you, Jared. I would yeah. say, I would say, look really look into building a relationship with the teachers who will be the ones in your major. And I have to attribute a lot of this knowledge to my roommate, Mitch. Uh, Mitchell, because yeah. he is he a great networker. Network. Yeah. He does, mm-hmm. um, and and that's I'll, always been his clear strong. Yep. I mean, he's a social. He's yeah. a social guy, and he's a, he's good talking to people. And yep. I love him to death. You know, he was my roommate. We went in blind our freshman year, and uh, I was lucky. I had a great experience. A lot of people who go in blind do not. You were lucky. You had a great experience too. Yeah, you're still very close friends with your uh, freshman roommate. Mm-hmm. Um, but anyway, so yeah, so networking. I mean, using your I, I don't like to use the term use, but um, those relationships you build with your professors. Don't have take those, them for granted. I right. And have those open up some doors. I had some friends uh, who continued uh, on in music and they, you know, they went to some really good grad programs because of connections yeah. at Albion. Well, and that's the thing is I was in, um, You're you in know, a bunch of business classes right. where a lot of these people, a good or number very of these well teachers connected, right? or um, administrators either recently you know like came from positions in companies or like some of them while they were professors are like actually i'm going to go back to like or go back or go to the corporate world it switched over mm-hmm. so there is a lot of sort of or there's a not a, i don't know about a lot but there is switch over at least between like corporate and academia and so it's like it does it, i'm just saying it's a great place for for connections and then obviously professors in general mm-hmm. part of the part of as we were just talking about you know be, having tenure and becoming a respected um respected uh professor is knowing people and shaking the hands and kissing the baby's cheeks right or doing the namaste for now yeah to be so, safe. yeah doing the elbows yep. if you really yep. are, are know each other or fist bump i think fist bumps fist are still bumps, somewhat okay we don't do fist bumps though we don't well we do the the namaste yeah yeah mm-hmm. but or anyways Right, yeah. Jerry's all <laughs> right. Yep, see ya. Sometimes not, That's only not even a wave, people. That's right. Um, but yeah, anyways, though, uh, networking, I think, is crucial for college because, yes, you do learn a lot of valuable things in your lectures and everything like that, sure. But I think there's a different... I mean, it sounds kind of dumb, but it's kind of street smarts a little bit in, in college. Mm. You know, you, you get these these four years or however long it takes you to finish your bachelor's. Or if you do an associate's, it's two, for example. And right? it's an overload of new personal, new personalities. Like, that's right. sort of the last time I feel like you'll have that amount of new people really coming at you that you right. have the chance to interact with. And everyone is so open to meeting new people. Right. Yeah. So it's, it is sort of like this fresh start for everyone, you know? Right. I mean, I don't know about you, but I definitely had a moment... Uh, before I started college, where it's like, well, now I could be like whoever Who I want. want. I don't know anyone yeah. at this place. Like I can, right. I can r- just make up a whole. Uh, I think uh, somehow I thought in my head I'd just make up a whole new, super cool, chill, uh, outgoing personality out of nowhere. Look at <laughs> and look how look easy it was to now. do. That's right. Boom. 
You can do it too, kids. No, that's right. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I, 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 for some reason, I feel like there is that feeling, you know, mm-hmm. which is good. You know, I, embrace I will, that. Feeling. I will say the first it's like, exciting. The first month of college, I was just like, "Where am I? What the fuck is this?" You're a very cool kid, because though. You're always a very cool. I kid. I don't know about that, Jared. Everybody speak, likes Chad. Speak, speak for yourself here, buddy. But Listen, we lived in the same hallway. We were very close to each other. We were like Chad was a cool kid. Trust we, we me. We had a lot. We had a lot of fun in college. But Chad just never accepts it. We've always had friends. Every time our friends hang out, we always call you the cool kid, and you're I always like, no, I don't like no, it. I don't like no, it, man. There yeah. are so many cooler people than all. Me. All seven of us are just making this up. You're right. You probably are. <laughs> probably are. Some some sick joke, Jerry. But <laughs> wow. but yeah, I mean, I mean, just the the great thing too about college is, I think you get to because you do see all these personal personalities, you can really see kind of all sorts of different walks of life. And I think there's a lot you can learn. I think there's a lot you can learn mm. good things and bad things. You know, there were definitely some people in college that I saw and I was like, yeah, I do not want to end up or be like that person. <laughs> and that can be a good thing, you know? Yeah. Not going to say names, but it's I mean, just the truth. Yeah. No, yeah, we don't have to say names. Right, it's, it's um, just the truth. Yeah, that's very true. You know, another thing about that, I wrote this down, I took mm-hmm. notes. Uh, don't be afraid to join groups. Yep. Like extracurricular groups. I like I, I I was hesitant to join a fraternity. Um, I roped Jared in people. It was all me. No, <laughs> <laughs> um, I was hesitant to join a fraternity. I was hesitant to I, like I you never joined considered... junior year or sophomore. No, year? No, sophomore so, year. That's right, spring semester, sophomore year, right? No, it was first semester. But I moved. I moved in. Oh, I joined. You joined late though. I joined because you weren't no, in our class. I joined. Uh, Wait, when did you join officially? I well, I, I, the next whatever the next like semester was. You oh, you joined sophomore year. I joined end of freshman year. Yes, that was the difference. But yeah. I moved in probably spring because I think I got yep. like initiated during yep. sophomore That's, year. That's you the did. Next sem- I remember. I remember initiating you in the fall. And then the next yep. semester you move in after that. Yep. So that's what happened. But uh, like there was a uh, there's a like a business fraternity. Like it's not you know it's they call it fraternity. It's for it's coed and it's not something you like. It's not some you know frat house or something right. like that but it's, it's just a, like it's a, a professional yeah, yeah 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 like I, like why why didn't i join that like it's minimal uh it's minimal uh involvement and right. and it's just it's just like oh i oh i even I, I i went to a couple of the black student association meetings but it's just like well why didn't i just like stay in it you know like it's not like it was a huge right and it was fun to go to like i'm not gonna say i got dragged because i definitely get dragged i was like yeah i'll right. sure i'll go like and it was it was initially when i got to college and i had some friends that would go occasionally i was like yeah sure i'll go and right. it was great and i was like why not just keep going like like just have it like and, and, and selfishly like when when you're coming out of college and once again my whole thing in college was like you gotta leave with a job when you're coming out of college, extracurriculars is the only thing you can put on your resume, really. Right. I mean, other than like internships, you know, internships and which stuff I like think that, internships but. are also. I wish I I worked mm. all throughout college, but I never really did an internship. I worked for the music department. I worked for the Office of Study Abroad at Albion. Right. I worked for the German department. See, that's the good but. thing about being in in like a business program. Mm-hmm. Well, one at least mine required at least two. And one you, of them, and you had a paid internship too, didn't you? Well, they require internships, and right. a lot of business ones are. It's, it's not hard to find a paid one right. a lot of times. I mean, do 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 a paid one if you can. To all sure. of our prospective young kids listening and thinking about going to college. And they're pretty yeah. competitive these days, so it's not hard to find a paid at least in the business right. world. Right. Obviously, it's different in a lot of other industries. Right. Politics, I know it's really difficult. That's all sure, free of internships. Of yep, course. So, non-paid. like, if you were to be maybe journalism, that's probably right. hard. Yeah. Like, yeah, but... Corporate corporations pay pay well in general. That's one thing, though. I wish we had a better system here in the states. Was just doing internships because mm. I think 
That's a great way to figure out. I mean, the way I've What sort of internships out, would you be interested in as someone that... Well, one that I really regret and I kick myself now is there was a teaching internship when we were in Austria. Mm. And I just didn't do it because I was worried with my, um, oh, my music classes. Yeah, I was just worried that, that it wouldn't fit. Just It right. was too much. Um, and, and you still get to have some time for the fun. Right. You and, can't totally and, stu- give that and study abroad, too. Some of the things you're doing is just experiencing being there. You know? Yeah. Um, yeah. So, like, so you don't want to become so overwhelmed and bogged down. That, that, that is that is a portion of, of studying abroad that gets made fun of the most, but I think it is sort of the most underrated portion is taking in the culture, which is why we rag oh, on people sure. so much for studying Being abroad person, and eating McDonald's yeah. all the time. Right. Where it's like, um, it's like we this is your chance. Right. Um, so uh, I would say I wish I joined a lot more groups. Mm-hmm. Um, do you regret not part uh, uh, Mr. Fun? Uh huh. Do you regret trying so hard to avoid any of the dance-related uh, activities like um, like Anchor Splash I don't, or I don't, Mock Rock? That's a funny thing. I don't really regret that. It's mm. weird. I really don't. Um, because you, I mean, I mean, yeah, you you had excuses that why you couldn't go, but it was not. But they, those are excuses that you could easily get out right. of if you really wanted. I could have. Yeah, if I really wanted to make it work, I I could have absolutely. But I, I don't regret it. You can call me if you want to call me a bad fraternity brother. Go ahead. I don't care. Call, call me it. Uh, Jared's gonna call me I'm it not after. The, I think off I the think, air people. <laughs> I don't think anyone would call me the uh, epitome. I, gladly, I'll right. gladly not take the epitome. The the epitome. The the the, 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 uh, the moniker as the epitome right. of frat frat brother. Right. But the I don't know. For me, for me, the the things I wanted out of joining a fraternity were not necessarily some of those events. For yeah. me, it was the little things. I know it sounds cheesy, but just like chilling with some of my best friends and being able to like, yeah, you could eat lunch with people if they weren't in a fraternity as well, I guess. But I mean, if everyone joins a fraternity, once again, this sounds kind of very sheeple-esque, I, mean, I guess. But the, I mean, the, the reason why I re- really started giving it a consideration is because all my friends from, not all, but like, let's honestly, from our ha- freshman year hall, yeah. Probably like seventy percent of the Easily people in our 70, freshman year, yeah. of, the, of the dudes in our freshman year hall, went to the same fraternity. Yeah. And I'm like, well, all my friends are here anyway. Mm-hmm. And it's like, and it's like, I mean, it actually seems like a kind of an easier place to live. And it, it it did kind of start as a practical thing, right? But I think that um, having our own kitchen was really nice. Yeah, for me, it was also More having freedom. a place. Yep, having that basement where we could play music all the time. Yeah, that was a big seller for me because mm-hmm. I couldn't do that in my dorm room. Mm-hmm. I didn't have a stage where I could put a big amp in my pedals and stuff. Less you concerned know. about sound, like noise right. complaints we could be and loud. things like yeah. that. Yeah. yeah, so I don't know. So We get a noise complaint one time in Twin, which is a dorm at our place, right. for playing a video game. Yeah, <laughs> doesn't surprise me, though. Um, I mean, we, not that we're not saying yeah, we But I think the that. whole thing about college and university, yes, it's studying, yes, you're learning, but part of that learning is how to balance having a, a fun, healthy lifestyle and still going to class. Another thing. This may sound counterintuitive, and I feel terrible saying this as a teacher, Jared. Mm. I hope I don't lose a teaching Do less job homework. down the road. Care less about your school Actually, work. be smarter about going to classes. Um, I uh, went to almost all my classes, um, and now I wonder sometimes. A little sometimes, more strategic, you mean. Yeah. So, you know, you get a couple days off. A little du- few duds. Yeah. I, I figure, you know what, sometimes, why not? Mm. But if I'm going to skip a class, it should be for a specific reason. It shouldn't just be, oh, I don't feel like it. 
I don't think that's a good enough reason. I can probably count on, 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 no joke, I'm not lying. I can probably count on the number of one hands. The class I skipped, the classes I skipped, not for a good reason, over maybe one and a half hands. Yeah. The classes I skipped over four years mm-hmm. for, and, and the reason usually was just because I overslept, I'm going to be honest with you. Right. For, for me. But it, as I said, rarely happened. Right. Just to be clear. I'm calling up Albion. I earned that you. degree. We're gonna get that degree <laughs> rescinded. Jerry, it's gonna be gone. But I, but I took the, that's one of the few things I took very seriously. It was like the least I can do is show up, right. especially when you saw the complete other end of the spectrum, mm-hmm. where the people that's like they showed up when there was a test and you forgot that they were even in the class. Right. right. Like, and there's that, no and way you're doing well good. in college. Right. I just can't believe it. <laughs> like this can't be it. Right. But I I do think like one one thing I wish I would have done actually, in hindsight, and who knows. We might not be sitting here right now, I guess, if I would have mm. done this, maybe. So maybe it's a good thing it didn't happen. But like there, my senior year, you know, I should have really prepared uh, more classical guitar repertoire. But because I didn't, mm. I didn't apply for any classical guitar master's programs, which led me to German, which led me to TESOL, which, you know, led us here. And the crazy thing is, though, is I wonder if I would have occasionally skipped a class here or there to practice and prepare more repertoire. And I would have applied what would have happened. I know this is lots of what if. That seems like a very like romantic art- artist dream. It, you know? I, I guess it is. <laughs> I guess it totally is. But the thing is, Jared is uh, is I guess going. I don't know. He man. skipped his classes so he could. And, and then some out of it, some beautiful guitar uh, piece, classical right. piece comes out of it. But look what masterpiece comes out of it. Like hey. that just seems like some sort of like I story guess. that they'll be telling in 500 years. I'm okay with that. Wait, listen, I'm it's not cool, saying that's not, cooler than the story of hey, this guy who went to class every day all the time. I'm not saying an artist, especially a young artist, can't dream. Right. But um, but hearing it now, it does make me giggle a little bit. Okay, fair <laughs> enough. I mean, I, I guess my point and, is... And that's, such a, that's an odd thing to sort of balance, because you can't right. sort of... I don't know, what do you... Did, but I can understand you saying you wish you focused more on guitar. Well, not only that, but just some of my classes, you know, attendance, if it's not 100% mandatory... What would you, Yeah, what would be your criteria for... For on like right. all right, this will be a good one to skip. Because for example, if if all if all the stuff is accessible online, mm. so if the powerpoints, stuff like that, if but I had a class like ceramics where really the only yeah, thing you can't skip that. Uh, like unless you're an yeah. amazing artist, really the only thing that matters is showing up. Right, but see that's the thing is I, you have to decide which classes are worth because I think some classes you can, I think it's good. I would still regularly attend the lectures, but at the same time I would also. If it's a if it's a more test based class, um, if if I have other more important priorities, I wouldn't always go to that class. Is all I'm trying to say. I, I guess. will say I am glad mm-hmm. I took ceramics my final semester senior year because weirdly that was one of my most time consuming classes because but it was probably kind of fun, wasn't it? I'm not that no? good. I'm not that good, and I'm so self conscious. It's about not it. about being good though, Jared. That's the thing. Is I it? still I still do use coasters, okay. and I have like these uh, like. Uh, like a sort of change collectors that I have and I put pens and shit in them. Um, so I actually still do use some of my creations. Um, so I guess it's not completely worthless. It's still See? using them many years See, later. See, there you go. <laughs> um, but um, one thing I will, what I do like about uh, ceramics that I wish I could have done a little bit more, and I don't know how I could have, but I wish in, in some sort of utopian world, I wish I had a chance to sort of, excuse me, peruse the... Um, the the catalog of classes mm-hmm. and sort of just pick from what really sounds interesting to me you know right. like 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 forget about majors forget about 
uh, you know, uh, prerequisites and just be like, what is really interesting to me on this list? Sure. What kind of stuff am I interested in? You know, absolutely. And, and you know, actually, I thought about I thought a good bit about this when I was home. Let me hear what you think about this. We're growing up in an AI. We might need to cut this out. Let's do a hard cut. You know, Chad, I have a great idea for you. Okay. We're growing up in this sort of like AI heavy world. Mm -hmm. And I pictured this sort of utopia where, um, you know, as I mentioned, you go to a catalog and you sort of just start picking and choose, picking Mm -hmm. what interests you, what really interests you. And, um, and uh, from that, and then, and 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 that's sort of just how you go through college. Obviously, they can be these preset tracks. I'm not saying those have to go away. Maybe people are like, I'm, I definitely want to be a doctor. I definitely want to be a, you know, a CFO or whatever. Mm-hmm. So I know that I want to go through this, you know, track that has right. already been set for many, many years. But okay. we have AI. We want to take uh, advantage of the technology. You take whatever classes you want, and we have AI that um, maybe. Two and a half years in, three years in, can start predicting what major, like what sort of profession mm-hmm. best fits with all these classes you're taking, and what sort of professions you could be leading yourself into. And so it's our, it's so you don't go into it with a specific major. You go into it just what do I, what am I interested in? In AI, based off of you know history of. You know, obviously you can dig into history of what people, you know, what all the alumni, what jobs they have, what they majored in. Uh, you know, it has a giant alumni database just to go off of alone. Maybe there are other databases you can use. It's going to be like, all right, based off of all these classes, this person would probably be best at this job, which would best align with this major. And they're already kind of close to it because of these classes or something right. like that. I, and so you let mm-hmm. the computer tell you what it would be. And you just go in sort of at a clean slate. Now, obviously, a lot of people, that would F them up. Let's be honest. A lot of sure. people need Need some direction, sure. Or else they're just gonna be taking like the computer's gonna be like, "Listen, bro, I don't even know what, what, what to do with what this." What will happen <laughs> is people will take the easiest classes. That's what's gonna happen. Mm. People well, that's why will, I say it needs to progress. Right. Like you need it. Right. Like you can't just tell you like after four years, this right. is what the major you came out. Like you need it. You, maybe you need it. Like 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 you you get to choose a real human mm-hmm. as your advisor, or you get to you choose a computer as your like an AI right. program as your advisor. That sort of. I think I think the one thing you. that would help with this though too is hmm. teaching college kids I more about. To cut this out. I like this idea. Um, I think uh, teaching college kids more about the job market and what they mm. can expect. See, that's way because too realistic. I, I understand it's too realistic, but <laughs> I but like the, AI technology. I mean, it's great. I, I love it. I think it's <laughs> awesome. But the thing is, is that um, if you, that's great. So, say you do two, three years of classes you find interesting, and then mm-hmm. um, it it comes out that you should be a chemist. Okay, great. You want to be a chemist. How much does a? Che- I have no idea what a chemist makes per year. But let's just ballpark it and let's just say sixty to a hundred. Fifty to a hundred, yeah, yeah, sure. Mm-hmm. Okay, fifty to a hundred. Um, that's easier. Now, how much? Okay, now how much is it going to cost to go to university for you? How much are you going to be? Well, see, it can't. Now, I'm not telling you that this. This. Uh, see, that's. I think that's beyond the AI's capability. But see, that's one thing I wish I knew before college. You, the, the AI can't factor in your finances. Right. I mean, now maybe there is a system that could do that. But now, 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 that's I think beyond the scope of what I'm expecting from this. I'm expect I'm sort of thinking as a way to replace traditional, 
your sort of traditional way that you would get advised right. and traditional way that people tend to pick classes. I, I because will, there's these right. tracks that everyone gets put right. on where it's like, listen, if you want to get this major in this, you got to take at least these classes. And and for us, we were kind of lucky, I feel like, at a liberal arts school. Mm-hmm. I mean, we lucky. This was six, seven years ago. Right. Where it's like we sort of had the ability and we were forced to take a certain amount of other classes. Right. But it's just like. Which I thought was great. There, I feel like there could be more of that. I, I, I wish, I wish, I, I wish there was more. There, of that. there, sh- there should be more of it. The, the problem I wish, is, I wish there was more. Like for example, I enjoy, I really enjoyed ethnic studies, and it really opened mm-hmm. up a, like it sort of really was the first place that opened my eye up to race on an academic level. And, you know, and it's, it, it, I'm not going to say it turned me into some sort of uh, like well-educated woke monster that uh, that I am today. As I read the, the the terrible books that I read today, terrible, I mean, very good books, but terrible news, terrible information. It's very hard to stomach. Um, but like, like that was sort of the first time when I was like, oh, this is I, like, I, I guess, you know, I under, I've heard of racism, but I never thought about it on like an academic level like this on like, and like how, you know, race works on a deeper level. You know, it's kind of just always been just there, you know, right. but I never really thought about it on, yeah. on, on sort of that, re, on, on a, you know, I never had it explained to me essentially. Um, but then I took a one-on-one class because I had to take, uh, and then that, that was kind of it, you know? Right. I wish I, there was at least a chance to delve a little deeper into stuff like that. Sure. I, I but really, how much time do we have, too? I mean, that's, four that's, out, four, I mean, years. Well, that's the issue. The time is the issue. The other issue, too, is uh, I would say cost. I think if you mm. are unsure, uh, unsure going into college, you don't know what you want to do, do a couple of years at but community you kind of college. But you cost, uh, like a four-year college. Uh, yeah, but m- most people our age can't afford that. Sure. So, sure. Okay. so That's if true. you, so, you know, I knew I wanted to study German and, and, but I feel like sure the AI makes even more sense at like a community college where you have oh, to be a little bit more focused. Absolutely. Well, yeah, I'm a hundred percent for this AI. <laughs> okay. I think it would be cool. I'm still pushing um, it. <laughs> but I, I think that, yeah, there are other, other issues mm-hmm. that no, for people sure. need to know about Obviously. before college, but yeah. I have another one. Mm-hmm. I kind of wish I played soccer. Yeah, I mean, you know, I went to Albion actually to play tennis, and that never happened. I got too busy. Like, I, I, I it, it didn't really set into my brain that that this is sort of the last hoorah of it. Mm-hmm. And I think I was definitely good enough. Uh, and oh, I you also, for sure would have made the team at Albion for sure. And I also think that, um, like, I had no plan. Like, I don't know. It, I feel like it was just like a a laziness and mm-hmm. and lack of preparedness that sort of. Uh, stop me from doing it right and as i look back onto it like i really enjoy it and i love sports and i love playing sports and i was like and i was like i feel like it was a uh, almost a moment of of not a moment of weakness because i it's not like it was just a moment where i was like f it but like it was just like a, a lapse in my judgment not to be like like it, it didn't really cross my mind how much i would really appreciate playing it and sure. how much i really enjoyed it in the yeah. moment like i just I, I don't think i could really contextualize in my head how mm how important it was because I, I don't know it was just kind of always there in my entire life right. and I was like maybe it would be nice to have a break and it's like and also I was kind of concerned foolishly I think about like about like it cutting into school yeah. where it's like I was really concerned about like I, I like I can't be embarrassing myself and get like and have terrible grades but be on the soccer team and I'm like it doesn't take that much time like it's not right. it's not really like that well that's not true Col- I mean college sports are you think it, you think that's definitely something I would part-time have job. to it's a part-time Have job. Have balance, yeah. yeah. It's at least 20 hours a week. Yeah, minute. but I think maybe that discipline would do me well. Could be. Even I, for I think school. I think it would. But see, and that's why I don't regret... Especially early on. Mm-hmm. That's that's why I don't regret um, not playing tennis in college. Because I was you so busy with music. don't regret not playing tennis. Yeah, that was a terrible sentence. Sorry. I don't regret... 
Um, you have no, you have no, I have no qualms reg- about not playing tennis Correct. in college. Correct. Thank you. Because, because I was so busy with music, you know, I was practicing guitar quite a bit every day. Um, you know, and, and it was, that was a bigger time commitment and I wouldn't have been able to do music and do but sports. See, yeah. See, you have that. Would, now that's three things for you. That's what? school, music, uh, sports. Right. For me, it would be school, school and, sports. and sports. Right. Yeah. Right. And and I and I still I still kind of like, you know, especially as I as I get more into sports, which I, weirdly enough, the older I get, I feel like the more I get into sports. Mm-hmm. Um, but like I feel like I like I even when I watch Formula One, I sort of get uh, sad about uh, like my soccer days. Like I sort of reminisce mm-hmm. about soccer days on a sport that uh, literally has no relation. <laughs> right. That's <laughs> but true. it's just like sports. It's like oh, like like this. Yeah. Like I know sort of like I miss that feeling. Like you know, like when you see them out there before a race mm-hmm. or you know it's before that camaraderie, a race. man. It's like I know sure. what that's like. You know yep. that, that that sort of pressure, but you're also pumped Excited, up. Excited. Yeah. Yeah. You see oh, them with yeah. like headphones on sometimes. Like oh, I know that right. feeling. You know, you got like they probably got like their special playlist that they know is going to get them pumped up. Mm-hmm. I, I don't know. I'm I'm miss that and I, and I didn't realize how like how short that college time would be where i had to find to do it one last time versus right. the amount of lifetime i'll have to never mm-hmm. do it again within any sort of organized you know real organized way right one last that. thing i th- uh, that i think we both knew but other people should consider mm. before studying Preach. is studying abroad semester year mm-hmm. and it doesn't have to even be abroad but yeah. study in a different location for at least a few months. Yeah, like some people did like the Chicago. Or right, the Chicago, Philadelphia, Philadelphia yeah. and anywhere. Go somewhere else Which for is honestly, a year. in my mind, uh, especially having lived in Philadelphia and Austria, mm-hmm. not much different. Like, I mean, the, the, the sort of the, the experience is right. not much different. Right. Like, especially if you're from like a small town in Michigan, like we all were. Exactly. Or not all of us, but, a lot you know, of like us, right. the idea of going to a place like Philadelphia or Austria is not mm-hmm. that much different in the sense where it's like you're getting yourself into a completely different culture. Yep. And environment and you're sort of forced to be away from and your, it's important and it's like all right now i have to adapt to a new friend group i have to mm-hmm. like it's just like a new adventure you have to grow yeah, yeah you have to grow a lot so and most people so, yeah. at least in our in our group and our uh study abroad thing in austria weren't that great in german anyway it doesn't make right. any difference right. whether they're in philadelphia or uh yeah or austria language wise <laughs> true very true that's right well speaking speaking though jared of uh new things let's talk about a song today um, yeah dude uh, it is uh, Papa Noah by the German group Seed, one of our favorites. Mm-hmm. Um, I would say, speaking of fun, this is definitely a, a fun song. Got some good vibes to it. I still miss old Seed, you know. Mm-hmm. But I guess R R I P. I know I don't know his name. I feel bad for, her, but R I P to the uh, one, you know one of the singers. Oh yeah, that died. Maybe what is that a year or so ago? I think so. Yeah, yeah, yeah definitely. But yeah, this is a good song too. I'm, I I don't really keep keep up with them as much as I used to. Um, but their music in general doesn't seem to excite me as much as it used to. Like I really still, interesting. I feel like every now and again, like when I hear a new song, I'm like, oh, I can jam, I can jam to this. Mm-hmm. But it's like, um, but it's like, yeah, but this isn't hitting like the old stuff used to mm-hmm. for some reason. Now maybe that's just the it's because we were in college, man. Yeah, we were in college. Maybe there's just so time. much attached to it. You that's know? true. But it's got a great beat, awesome horn section, mm-hmm. um, super catchy chorus. Yeah, you're, I'm um, surprised you didn't play a little bit of it. It's too late now. There's no late. reason now. Yeah, yeah. But now yeah. we're just. But check it out on our YouTube channel, Untranslatable Podcast, at our Song of the Pod playlist. Papa Noah you. by Seed. It's definitely a good one. So to recap today's episode, Jared, um, I think it's important to have an idea of your purpose going into college. Yes. You know, for you it was find a job. For me, it was do something with German. Mm-hmm. Um, and ironically, 
and I got me doing something with English and not German, but hey, I'm happy where you're still teaching, it though, up. which yep. has always been a plan for you, right? Yes, okay. correct, correct. So, yeah, so have a plan. If you don't know what you want to study, I would say do a couple of years at a community college. You know, mm-hmm. get, take some gen ed courses. Also, don't be afraid to try some uh, other courses. I do wish one other regret I have from Albion is I actually wish I would have taken a uh, geology class uh, sooner. I took it my senior year because I had to take some science credits, and I actually really liked it. I would have minored in it, maybe. Funnily enough, I actually took two. I took Geology 101, and I took Natural Disasters. I think I took both of those, too. <laughs> yeah, they were great. I, I enjoyed it, and I liked it because it was also a lot of hands-on teaching. Mm-hmm. Um, but it, I feel like I was in over my head a little bit, like as far as the, inf- the knowledge part mm. of it went. Yeah. But maybe I just wasn't applying myself enough. Um, one other thing that's especially similar for me to the studying abroad or even studying in a different city is I kind of wish I was a little bit more open to going to college out of state. Mm. I feel like I was. I feel yeah, like but that's really expensive. As an adult in high, yeah, but we went to a private school anyway. Like, is how much? Yeah, but more I, had some sco- I had some. Good I mean, scholarships. I did too. I did too. So speak for yourself, Jart. I did too. But like, I wish I. W- I feel like the reason I. I did. I. I didn't go out of state is more because of like some sort of fear that maybe I wasn't willing to admit then. But I think I can admit it now as a man mm-hmm. that I think I was a little fa- a little fearful to go too far away yeah. and just be like out of my own a little bit. But I think that, you know, obviously in hindsight, especially someone that's moved around a, a good bit, even post-college, feels a little foolish now, you know. Yeah. But when you're young like that, you don't know. Yeah. So to our young listeners... Pay attention because yeah, I agree with <laughs> no, you. No, don't. I don't um, like. I'm not. Don't listen. Don't let me right, inspire well, you. I don't well, like that. that I'll inspire you, people. I guess if Jared doesn't want to. Think I'll, of our last episode, okay. by the way. I'd be the worst mentor. I'd be like, all right. <laughs> I'd give. I like drop all this knowledge. You're like, don't listen to that. I'm an idiot. I don't. I have no information <laughs> right? for you. You're like, right. like uh, what? what uh, 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 I just learned all that. Now it's oh, okay. <laughs> like yeah. they have a legal pad. Like, should I scratch right. that out right. or just throw yeah, it away? Just ball yeah. it up, Kobe. You're good. <laughs> but yeah, definitely. I would agree with you though. Either going out of state, just I think the thing with college is don't be. This is a time to get out of your comfort zone. Yeah, get out out of your comfort zone. Apparently, I can't talk anymore. Get out of your comfort zone. It will definitely be worth it in the long run. Sure. So so yeah. So let us know what you wish you would have known before college at untranslatablepodcast at gmail.com. You can slide into those DMs on Twitter, untranslatable1. Uh, let us know also what you thought or if you have any regrets you'd like us to retweet. I'm sure Jared, if it's funny, Jared will definitely retweet it. And lastly, please check us out on Instagram, untranslatablepodcast. And uh, let us know what you think of the podcast by giving giving us five-star reviews on iTunes and Stitcher. So as we say here at the Untranslatable Podcast, Diakuyame, muchas gracias, shisha, and dos vidanya. Yeah. Don't need to go to college anymore after making this podcast, Jared. That's for sure. That is for sure. Getting a little corner elbow tan right here, my man. A yeah. forehead tan, maybe. Both of us are. Good so you don't, regret, you don't regret not playing tennis? Although, not one bit. Yeah. Nope. It would have been I fun. Say, but listen, I know we're still recording, but the, uh, I don't know, the tennis team didn't seem like the most fun team to be on at LPM. Mm. Soccer team seemed like it was a good time. I don't I know. Say. I don't know. But you'd probably be in Sigma Chi and then. Yeah, I don't know if it's my, oh, wow, look at that. Just ran out of battery. Oh, nice. I don't know if it's, I don't know if it's my scene, you know. Right. I, I can't imagine. Like, like, I don't know.